Hey there, thank you for joining Warcar Radio Go Be Great Podcast. I am your host, Karina Calhoun, Coach Karina, and we have been doing a four-part series on self-motivation. We have already completed three parts to this four-part, and today is the fourth and final part episode to this series. And so we have talked about why self-motivation is important. We've talked about cultivating self-motivation. We've talked about uh, we've talked about being self-motivated when you really don't want to. We've also talked about remaining self-motivated even after a setback. And today, a lot of times people wonder how do highly self-motivated people operate? What are their secrets? What are their tips? What are their strategies? Well, I am not being boastful nor prideful, but I am very confident and I can say this with with confidence that I am a highly self-motivated person. So I'm going to give you my tips, my strategies, my tools that I use. And if you've listened to any of the three episodes that we have already completed, that will give you some insight as well. This information I have taken from case studies, I have taken from uh, just myself, even in general, and I do believe that this is so impactful, it's beneficial, it's going to help you. So today we're going to be talking about what highly self-motivated people do to remain, (laughs) to be to, to really live a self-motivated life. So I know a lot of people have asked me, well, Karina, how do you do it? What do you do? You know, things of that nature. And so that whole thing can go on and on and on. But I want to share with you some of my tools, some of my tips, some of my strategies so that you know how to do it as well. So this is wisdom. This is experiential wisdom. And so here we go. The first thing is be realistic. And I say this all the time. And this is typically the top of my list on anything that I give you mind renewal. Okay. It may sound like I'm crushing dreams. You know, this advice is horrible, but it's a critical step in the process of achieving your goals. You have to be realistic. Be realistic when you set your goals for yourself. Otherwise, you will feel like you can never achieve them. And that's going to lead you to less motivation. So the first step is be realistic. Okay? Be realistic. And I'm pausing there. Because I want you to write that down. Yep. Do you have your journal? Do you have your notebook? Write it down. The second thing is put the self back into self-motivated. Okay. Now, that sounds like you're being selfish. But as you know, I always teach this no is a complete statement. But you have to put self back into self-motivation. Don't view it as a negative thing, okay? Rather than calling it selfish, call it self-care. If we only focus on other people's needs and goals, we are going to lose motivation to achieve our own. Because why? We're exhausted. Because we're too busy running for everyone else. You deserve to follow your 
big dreams, your blanket. Remember that blanket that we talked about in a previous episode? You deserve literally to follow your big blanket dreams. But you can only keep the motivation to reach them when you're taking good care of yourself. Take good care of yourself. So put the self back into self-motivated. Number three, you want to have a contingency plan. Now, this is going to sound like a contradiction with some of the things that I do teach because I do say a lot of times, don't worry about a plan B because then you can have too many options. You can set yourself up for failure, but I want you to think about this from this perspective. If you feel like you're making really great progress and then an external factor just completely comes in and wipes out, takes control and changes your plans, you could possibly lose the incentive to keep going all at one time simply because of that one thing that came in. Do not let this happen. Don't let it happen. A lot, of po- a lot of times people who plan for obstacles are more susceptible to stick to their goals. Keep that in mind. In other words, don't let anything rain on your parade. It's your parade. So you can manage your own storms. Yep, pause in there so you can write that down. Don't let anything or anyone rain on your parade because it's your parade, you can manage the storms on your parade. So have a contingency plan. So this doesn't mean if A doesn't work, then I'm going to do B. No, it just means you're staying the course on A. But if there's some kind of deviation that comes while you're on course A, then you know how to deal with that with that situation whatever that external factor is. So have a contingency plan, but you're staying the course. For instance, companies, big businesses, they have, well, not even just big businesses, but businesses have contingency plans. There was one company that I worked for, we had to to create a contingency plan. And so I'll give you an example. It was a mortgage company. And one of the contingency plans was if the building floods or if the building burns up, blows up, whatever the case may be, then all of the employees, now this is considering, you know, if the building was empty, maybe on the weekend or in the, in the middle of the night, whatever, no one is hurt, then all of the employees would move to another location And they already had that location set up, whereas not necessarily set up with their equipment, but it was like a partnership with another organization. If something happens to our building, can we come to your building and use your equipment and use use what we need to have there? That was a contingency plan. The company was not going to stop business They were not going to stop their business model. It's just that if the building blows up in the middle of the night while everyone's at home, they're going to move their location somewhere else. 
another contingency plan within that company. If that building blows up, you know, all the paperwork, everything is there, they went paperless. So yes, even if the papers blow up, they have everything online. So fine, no problem. Then number four, remember your why. There's a reason for your motives in the first place. Keep that in mind. They didn't appear out of thin air. Some people go through the motions a lot of times without remembering why they're doing what they're doing. Remember your why. Always keep it in front of you. Lastly, change things up. Even when you love what you're doing, there will be times when your motivation can drop. When that happens, it's time to change things up a little bit. It doesn't need to be a huge change, but it can be a small Simple change like rearrange your office, modify your schedule, enjoy meeting people at lunch, new people. So I hope that these tips have been beneficial to you. And this concludes the self-motivation series. Please, please, please reach out to me and tell me how it has impacted you. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Go to my website, www.warcry.com, W-A-R-K-R-Y. Or remember, I do have a boot camp on Teachable. And that is coach-karina.teachable.com. And I will see you all on the flip side. Bye.